0: and on the count of three, we will give our one to ten rating. One, two, three, six. Seven. So you were seven out of a six.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that was better than I was expecting. Okay. But I still don't think it was like a fine piece of cinema. Or
1: yeah. It was kind of just a retelling. Yeah. With a little bit of um story and drama yeah. added.
0: The the tone I think was the strongest part, which I think it kinda of borrowed a little bit from uh movies like The Big Short. It it wasn't like over it didn't take itself too seriously, I guess. Uh-huh. It felt like the the people, the characters felt real. So I, I appreciated that part.
1: Yeah. And I like that the movie made us like Roger first. Mm-hmm. They did a great job with yeah, that.
0: Yeah, right.
1: And John Lithgow's casting is awesome. I is an mm-hmm. excellent choice because I think he's very good at being likable. Yeah, playing a likable character
0: like Winston Churchill in The Crown.
1: Mm-hmm. But he's also excellent at. Um, he's a good actor, so he yeah. is capable of of switching. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so he was well equipped to play that part.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Some of the script they borrowed things that they did with The Big Short um like talking straight to the camera. Uh-huh. But so rarely that it wasn't really a thing. <laughs> yeah. So it was
0: basically discretion who did that.
1: Yeah. So I kinda wish they like didn't do that. Yeah. But they also had um Margot Robbie like narrate uh
0: uh-huh.
1: very generally kind of being like the voice of all these women. Uh so that made some lines that were a little too like on the nose that would have felt fine to me in big short feel a little bit funny in this one uh-huh. um, because I think a lot of the scenes were were great in that the way that people were talking about sexual harassment or about women felt accurate to me felt like i oh i've heard people say that or and I think it's tempting with this. You know, clearly the person who's, I don't know, maybe this isn't fair, but I would say clearly the person who's writing, directing, producing this has like a, is very pro-woman, uh-huh. probably liberal-leaning.
0: Yeah. Well, there's lots of pot shots taken at Fox News throughout.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think it would be tempting to, to dig into that more and make the co-workers there less sympathetic and more right. sleazy or, yeah. you know, um, and I feel like they resisted that. Mm-hmm. Not that like you're saying, they didn't, um, take advantage of, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> uh, moments to cast a not very complimentary light on Fox news, but the discussions happening within offices and teams felt, um, good to me like yeah when especially uh with Shirley Theron's team of the guy and the two girls mm-hmm. when they're discussing how they feel and she's kind of looking to each one of them to say what should I do uh-huh. um felt accurate to me yeah. <laughs> like that guy played kind of this you know hey yeah 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 no like I, w- I want you to do <laughs> like that stinks and do you tell me what you're, you you want to do but like it does affect me my <laughs> job. but like do you know this is kind of um, very unhelpful neutral yeah <laughs> which I think is really really important to have in this kind of a show is a lot yeah. of people doing that because I think that's exactly what makes this kind of thing so problematic right it's not an office full of people being like don't don't say anything. Oh, hush, hush, hush. It's an office full of people being like, Oh, I guess, Uh I don't know. Is that a big deal? Is it? I don't know.
0: But in the back of their mind, they're thinking, I just signed that I'm taking my kids to this very expensive school. And right. I will not be able to afford that if I lose this job. Right.
1: And, everybody in the office kind of talking very like, Oh, I don't know. It makes you, if you were the person who experienced that say, Oh, maybe it isn't, maybe this is normal. Right. I think that's the thing that makes it so, uh, dangerous. Right.
0: Yeah. I've been really interested in, is it possible for a company culture to truly advocate for those who might be victimized by, A system. How how can it um, actually prevent these things from happening? Like HR is supposed to do that, but ultimately HR is really just trying to reduce the liability for that company. Mm -hmm. So they're not actually looking out for people. It's just they're trying to reduce liability. Yes. So yeah, whenever I hear stories about this or you know read journalistic pieces, I just get kind of I fall into a despair about sure like we feel like we have little victories whenever these things like whenever there's a whistleblower but like I said most of the time people are terrified to lose their jobs because you make a certain amount of money and then you then decide what can I afford to buy or what services can I afford to take advantage of based on my income and then you're you're, going to try and rationalize how to continue that lifestyle that you have despite how it might be negatively affecting you, like personally, with like mm-hmm. sexual trauma or like a colleague that you know you've everyone, everyone in the office knows this. Like, that's something you hear a lot. Like, everyone in the office knew that this was happening, kind of thing. Right. But they don't talk because they, unlike Megan Kelly, don't feel like they can. Like, Megan Kelly knew that she could probably pivot into a different. Broadcast um, Company
1: Yeah
0: Gretchen was already A disgruntled employee You know
1: Right Um,
0: People who are otherwise Happy with What they're doing Besides the fact that This is Predatory behavior Happening I just don't know how The way our economy Works I don't know how We can Actually make changes And that makes me upset
1: Yeah I'm not trying to suggest That um, Unions aren't problematic But I But you talking about HR and how HR ultimately their goal is to protect the company. Yeah, which I had also learned. I I can understand the value of unions even more. Yeah, you know the the idealized (laughs) definition of a union. Yeah, (laughs) Um, that they actually are advocating for the worker. That the the, their whole function is to advocate for the worker because HR departments don't do that and companies themselves don't. Yeah. Do that. That was probably a very obvious <laughs> observation, but I'm curious if unions have gone to bat for that type, of, like harassment.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think because there's a whole lot of fields that don't have unionization. Well, we've we've kind of moved away from the the movie talk,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but that's I think that's why a movie like this is made is less to talk about like oh wow the. Cinematography really right, blew me away. Right, <laughs> and it's more to be a discussion starter. So,
1: but I did also really like the scene where we see Roger the first time that we see him solicit Mark Robbie's uh-huh. character. I thought was also really well done, and mm-hmm. I think that's a tough scene to write. Yeah, um, but I, I as an audience, I mean, of course, I'm gonna probably fall on the side of sympathetic to the woman character anyway but I as the audience was never I never had that moment of like what is she thinking you know he he was you know the lines that they were able um, the way that they were able to write yeah yeah, like the the conversation leading up to that Mm. point the way he pushed you know it yeah it just was really nasty and and but uh, what I liked about it is that it looked skilled that uh-huh. he had done this so yeah. many times and right. he knew at that point what works or what gets to that point the fastest or what manipulates the best, you right. know? So that you as the audience are kind of also a bit shocked at right. how well he did it or how successful it was. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Right. If If you pretend that there isn't a benefit to... ...sexually appeasing your superiors in situations like this. If you pretend that that's not an issue or like that... Well, all you have to do is just decide you have a moral backbone... ...and you just don't do it. Right. And then you're fine. Like, beyond that, he's showing that... I mean, you know, it's a visual medium. Right. So, I mean, yeah, just... Like, I just want to see a little more of your leg... ...just to understand, like, what we're working with here. Um, So, starting there and then, like, inch by inch verbally... ...kind of going beyond that... To the point where you could, yeah, reasonably assume that up and, like, up and even beyond the point where she leaves his office, she's probably thinking, like, that was a little weird, but, like, you know, I get it, like, have some kind of awkward moments in order to graduate to on-air. But then, like, it's, like, hours or days or weeks later that you're like, wait a second, was I just completely sexually... Exploited just then. Right. And like that. And then, then the shame of how did I not realize that was happening? And then does that happen like routinely? Mm-hmm. Am I the first one? What did I do? So, like, it's almost even more damaging because you don't realize that it's happening because then you don't have a choice to whether you can right. stand up for yourself. I would yourself. say
1: it's like that with any unhealthy um, work like, environment. Work. Yeah. Like, yeah. employer, employee. It's subtle. Yeah. And it happens all the time. I mean, think of how many friends you have out there who talk about their <laughs> manager or boss that there's just this horrible dynamic. Yeah. And it's because in the very, be- I mean, I think um it's because in the very beginning you don't you don't jump on those things right. that you, it, you know, in your head you say that's not cool, but you just got hired. Yeah. So what are you gonna do, like? just got hired and say like hey i don't like it when you talk to me like that you know like (laughs) i mean take sexual um assault out of it just a simple thing like that but then again like you're saying a month later or you know it that dynamic has been so rooted and you do not know how to get out of it so then add on to something like sexual assault where the person who's you know being assaulted has all this guilt of like what have i like yeah. oh shoot this is my fault yeah. i should i let this
0: happen for way too I long i let this happen yeah. yeah
1: or or it's my fault that i said yes yeah um
0: yeah the movie really um expertly articulates that yeah
1: and i view. think that's really hard even for you know i'm a woman who's who's very pro you know believe women like it's yeah. important um to do that it still is hard to imagine yourself in a room with a man who is your employer and that you, that I would also be
0: able to stand your ground kind of thing y-
1: yeah, yeah, like or in my head, I'm like, of course I would be able to mm-hmm. and it's one of those situations where this shows no mm-hmm. my gosh, I have such a crazy pleaser part mm-hmm. especially when it comes to work if I'm mm-hmm. working for somebody yeah. For me, I ha- that's something I have to work on, for sure. So, yeah, this movie made that very... You-, you don't just walk into an office and have your male boss say, Okay, here's the deal. If you want this, <laughs> you got to give out. Like, you've got to give me a blowjob. You- we've yeah. got to have sex. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah. You know, and I think... Again Sure that's obvious But this movie was Great at saying Here's Here's an example Of how It happens Yeah <laughs> That was very believable And very understandable
0: Yeah
1: So I think this movie Was well made In that it helped us all Kind of imagine mm-hmm.
0: And good thing he was fired Because it just stopped It just completely stopped All across yep. America It Nobody did Nobody ever took advantage and Of it again And probably
1: in Fox as well <laughs> Um, I well, was, once they wore pants,
0: it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I was... I This is always silly, and money is always dumb. But the last, like, um, information... Oh, yeah. ...little thing they put up at the end before the credits was just saying that the women who, you know, came forward were paid $50 million,
0: Like a total, like the total, total. all yeah. of them
1: together, $50 million from Fox. And that the two men, Bill O'Reilly and Roger Ailes... Ailes were paid 65 million. Yeah. in severance. Right. Like I you know again, who cares about money? Sure, but that's Just that shows, shows value. What we value, yeah. They got two people, two men who yeah. were criminals got paid more. Yeah. Who were fired for their criminality by their company. Right. Got paid more than the women. Wild. Um okay, I should
0: Yeah, we should F- focus on the RMB. I need
1: to get to the RMB, and I'm at that point, and not exactly sure
0: how to do it. So we'll we'll cut it here. I'm gonna, as a reevaluation, I will go up to a 7.5 7.5
1: Yeah, I think I'll I think I'll say a seven.
0: It was a solid script. It it articulated that part about how this happens very very well, and it kind of in a horrifying way making me uncomfortable to look at the screen, kind of horrified. Yeah. <laughs> Usually reserved for like grisly, like violence. <laughs> Instead, I was like, I can't watch this. Uh, like subtle sexual harassment. Good okay, job,
1: John Lithgow
0: and ladies. Yeah, good job. Um, <coughs>
1: good job, n- just white women in general. Old man <laughs> who played the part of another white old man. <laughs> Uh, All right, let's let's end
0: this so you can concentrate on the road.
1: Okie dokie. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.